This is episode 215 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Basta, and today I want to talk about one of my favorite topics, finances. You guys have probably heard me say, what do the numbers say when you come to me with big decisions, right? But I know that that's just not like an easy thing to figure out. The numbers should make all the decisions in your business. And my guest today is going to help explode your mind on this. But also we're going to talk about what's happening now in 2020. My guest, Jamie Troll, is with us today, and she is a financial literacy coach and profit strategist. You might actually already be in her group, because if you're in my group and had any questions about PPP or EIDL, I've sent you over to Jamie, and loads of pet sitters and dog walkers are already in there. She is fired up about helping small business owners overcome the overwhelm and the anxiety of business finances. She used to be in the corporate world, but then left in favor of living a more balanced life. She found virtual CFO company, Balance CFO, and quickly realized that there was an educational void for small business owners. Can I get an amen, you guys? I know this is a topic you guys are going to love to hear about today. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Jamie. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. And I have to say, you might be one of the only people that has said that finances is one of their favorite topics <laughs> to talk about because most people, it's on the other end of the spectrum. I think it's amazing because everything else is kind of like what we feel or what we kind of mm-hmm. want to do. But at the end, right? Like it doesn't matter what we want to do if our numbers can't support it. I'm sure you're yep. a big advocate of that, right? Yeah. I mean, we're in business for a reason, right? You don't do it just for charity. You do it to also make money for your family, right? And let's think about it. I mean, like even our own personal finances, we didn't grow up like learning how to balance a checkbook or what credit scores are or how to make financial decisions for our own life, let alone business. So I just love your whole model and layout. I love that you have the YouTube channel. I love that you have this Facebook group. But before I get too far into it, why don't you give our audience just a recap and assuming that maybe they've never heard of you before. Yep. So I'm Jamie Troll. I think you did a really good intro, but I'm Jamie Troll. I moved from doing one-to-one services, virtual CFO work to actually helping small business owners with understand financial literacy. I just felt like there was totally a void in what was available out there. And I felt like I'm a CPA by kind of designation. I don't love to claim it. (laughs) I don't think that makes me look super cool at dinner parties, but we don't have those anymore anyway. So, you know, So, so, but I felt like there was really a void of having like a relatable voice in the sphere that could talk. Now I talk to all business owners, but I typically tend to talk to women business owners. It's just kind of who sort of gravitates towards my voice, I think. And I think really just because a lot of the people out there teaching this stuff are just not relatable. They make it even more confusing than it needs to be. They Uh really don't make it seem as achievable. You know, I mean, picture a CPA in your mind, right? (laughs) It's probably not me. Yeah. And there's a amount where you get like, you just turn off, you get glazed over. I call it the (laughs) smile and nod right? Like you go into a meeting, like you're really, everyone here really looks forward to those meetings with their accountant, right? Everyone's super excited about that or their tax preparer. And you walk in 
and you're, oh, great. I'm so excited to be here in the first place. And then you walk in and they just start talking and eventually you're just like, okay, how quickly, like, can I, you're like, what am I having for lunch today? Like, (laughs) you know? And so I just, I wanted to be that voice that said, this is actually something that can be interesting. It can be fun. It can be something you actually look forward to in your business. Right. And it can also help you put your business on this trajectory to really succeed. It's not just something that's about taxes. It's not just something that's about bookkeeping. It's about making strategic decisions in your business so that you can actually pay yourself more money because you guys like that's sort of the point of business, right? (laughs) Talk to me more about that. And this is a little off script, but yeah, the point of business is to make money, right? But Mm -hmm. like, there's so much of emotion there where people feel like, and I know on the front page of your website, even you have the big question, are you charging enough? which is something that I say all the time too. So that's why like, I just love you. Talk to me about that, about how we actually are in the business to make money and it's okay to not be in the red and to be in the black and, oh my and gosh. have a savings account. Uh, this is the thing that is, I mean, it's the closest thing to my heart and it's really the message that made me start my business, which was it's either, you know, sometimes it's from a shame perspective of like, oh, I don't do this for the money. I do this because I love it. Well, great, that's great. you can volunteer for, you know, for that, but you're in your business to make money. And guess what? You know, a lot of people are like, I just want to help people. I just want to make impact. Well, that's also great, but you're not going to have, if you don't have a sustainable business, that's making you profits routinely that you can count on, you're not going to be able to stay in business very long and you're not going to enjoy it either. When you enjoy your business is when you're making a difference, you're doing what you love and you're actually making money from it. That is when you enjoy your business. And I think a lot of people, specifically in the service industry, they just don't value their time enough. They're really just not looking at the overall picture of like, what's your time versus how much you're paying yourself? And could you make more walking down the street and getting a job at McDonald's? You know, like that's a problem if so, right? Like you should be paid a premium for the fact that you actually are the one that took on the risk of having a business. You took on the risk of having a business and ownership, maybe employees, all of that, right? You don't want to be paying yourself less than you would if you just got a job anywhere else, right? So I am a big proponent of making sure you're charging what you need to be charging. And also, I think a lot of people get wrapped up in the whole wanting to reduce their taxes thing. So they're like, well, I'm just, it's better. Isn't it better to not have a profit? Isn't it better, you know, to not pay taxes? Isn't it better to have all these deductions and write-offs? It is if those deductions and write-offs are actually helping grow your business and your bottom line. It's not if they're just eating away at all the money that you now can't pay yourself because you've already spent it within your business. So now you don't have money to pay your mortgage. You don't have money to go shopping. You don't have money to repay your debt. You don't have money for any of that because you used it all up within your own business, which is not the point, right? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It's not a cash cow. And then then the people around you are like, they're looking at you and they're saying, well, you work all this time and we don't have anything to show for it. Like we can't go on a vacation because you have to work because you don't have money because you're always robbing from Peter to pay for Paul. Exactly. Take me (laughs) to about March, March of 2020, because my eyes were really opened and my heart bled and my tears came and flowed with so many business owners, as I'm sure yours did too. When we really, that COVID veil was pulled off on a business Mm -hmm. sense. And we realized just how many small businesses were really just paycheck to paycheck and how much they didn't have in reserves or whatever. Take me back to that time and kind of give me your thoughts on it and what the climate was like then. And then we're going to kind of talk a little bit more about how we've kind of come through that and your suggestions for the future. 
Yeah. I mean, that was hard to watch because what I do teach, right, is I typically, when we're not in the COVID world, I'm teaching profit strategy. I'm teaching how to make and pay yourself more from a financial perspective, right? From a perspective of coming up with a plan for your finances and making sure that you're putting aside money for taxes and for emergencies and for reinvesting in your business and all of those things. And that's what I love to teach. And so, you know, that is something really important to me that business owners know that. But then this happened. And all these new people who had not been following me started to follow me because I just kind of pivoted. I saw my community, my Facebook group specifically was really concerned about everything. Their businesses were shutting down. If I had showed up and I was like, let me tell you how to, you know, manage your profit. They were like, Jamie, I don't have any revenue. Like, how am I supposed to have any profit? I don't have any customers. My business is shut down. So I had to really think about what is like my community telling me? Like, what is the problem here? And I had to pivot all, all of my content towards that, right? I had to, and so at that point, it was when the CARES Act was just being passed. And so I just decided, okay, I'm just gonna show up and I'm gonna become an expert in this because no one else is an expert in this. There is no expert in this. And people have a million questions and there's 800 pages of a bill that nobody understands. And, you know, the banks don't understand it. A lot of the government officials don't understand it. You can't get anybody on the phone. You know, what is happening? And so I just leaned into that and said, okay, I'm going to figure this out. (laughs) I've got the background. I should be able to figure this out. So I just kind of leaned into helping people understand these loans, these grant opportunities, you know, unemployment, what do you do about that? How do you keep your business up and running so that you don't have to go out of business because of this? Because there were so many business owners. I mean, it really showed what was always there behind, underneath the surface, like right underneath the surface, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think people feel it when it's there, but as you know, there's enough coming in that it's like, okay, well, we're still doing all right. You know, we're still paying our bills. We're still, we're still okay. And then this happens and it was like this financial cliff for a lot of people who just didn't, and even some who did have a couple months of reserves, but not, not a ton, like this was huge. And so many people were having to lay off employees and had no business. And especially in an industry like yours and like you speak to, I mean, it really, I mean, you guys know it rocked a lot of these industries that relied on travel, relied on events, like those types of industries were decimated overnight. And we've never had anything happen like that before. So we all wish, okay, you could always prepare better, but we never know. We can never know what's going to happen, what it's going to be. So now we have to prepare as if it could be gone overnight because we've seen that it can be gone overnight. Will it be another pandemic? Probably not. Maybe. Will it be something else? Could it be something else? Right. And can you be better prepared for any emergency that could come up, even if that's a personal emergency, right? Like sometimes it's a personal emergency where you have to step back from your business. Are you set up to be able to do that? Have you built in enough profit to be able to do that? Have you built in the processes that you need to keep your business running when you're not there? All of those things. Girl, you're my spirit animal. Like there's so much stuff in my community is probably laughing right now because they're like, oh my God, you guys are like sisters. I have, I have videos on YouTube that like poses a big question. My big thing as a speaker is, can your business survive a catastrophe? And typically I say like something happens to you or someone you love because Jamie, I don't know if you know, but I have one of the world's smallest micro creamy babies. She was born at 12 ounces and we fought for her life for six months in NICU. And I ran two businesses while that happened. Then you have, that was my wake up call. That was my like, and that's why I feel so strongly about this. And that's why I was so drawn to how you were supporting and showing up for your community mm-hmm. and, and then giving the resources. Yes. In a girly way, let's just say it that way. Okay. <laughs> like in a non dry, 
old fart way. I'm just going to yeah. put it out there, okay? And in bite sizes too, like easily consumable because this is a hard topic. It has a lot of emotions that are actually in it. As much as we want to take the emotions out of finances, <laughs> they're there. And, mm-hmm. and you're so right. Like, And I don't think a lot of people think about, they think about their own nest egg or their own personal money, but they don't think about yes. the savings account of their business or that a business could even have a savings account. Because yep. like you just said, which is such a good point, everyone's so focused on driving down those taxes and spending as much money as possible. But it's like, mm-hmm. what happens with a rainy day or pandemic or a catastrophe, you know, mm-hmm. such great things to think about. So Jamie, what's the name of the group? Tell everyone. Financial literacy for women business owners, or you can go to jamietroll.com forward slash group too, to get there quicker. <laughs> Girl, again, after my own heart, after my own heart, I speak a lot about groups and that's the thing. Yeah. People get lost on Facebook. So that's jamietroll.com forward slash group guys. Yep. Go ahead and join that because it also impresses me too, how much you personally show up all the time. You're in there answering questions. <laughs> I see them because so many of my friends, AKA clients are in there. So it's like, you know, Facebook shows me. So, okay. So 2020 hit, we all realized we were in dire straits. What are the things that we should be doing right now? What are the areas we should be focusing on or thinking about or trying to build going forward? And I'm just going to load them all up and I'm I'm just going to give you the mic and you just flow. Okay. I want to know, I know right now as we record this, it's October 13th and the election's coming up and the CARES Act is like, you know, getting bumped around everywhere in Congress. What should we be thinking about as small business owners from a financial standpoint right now? The climate's crazy. It is, and it probably will continue to be. And I think we have to be prepared for that. I mean, I mean, how many of us walked into COVID, right? Like we walked into this in March and we had no idea. Like we had no idea. I had no idea that my son right now would be in our coat closet doing first grade online. Like that was not even a consideration. I was like, I wonder if we're going to be out, you know, in time for spring break. Like that was just not even a thought process in my head. And so I think what we've realized is not that we need to expect the worst, because I don't think expecting the worst really is a great thing to do, right? Like we don't need to be a pessimist about it, but we need to prepare for what it could be. And so that means I think a lot of people waited because they're like, oh no, this is going to blow over. It's going to blow over. It's going to be fine. It's going to blow over. It's going to be fine. And I mean, it took a while for a lot of people to get into that pivot mode of like, I need to switch. Like I need to figure out, you know, maybe it's another to wait to get my business online. Yeah, they were just in shock. And they're just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm arrested. I don't know what to do, you know? And I can tell you in the space that I'm in, I'm in the online space, the ones that jumped on it and they pivoted so fast and they were like, okay, we're going to follow what people are wanting right now. Blew the heck up, like blew the heck up. So it's still money to be made, even in these situations, you might just have to be comfortable in the uncomfortable, which is like, I need to figure out how to bring in revenue in a, maybe a slightly different way than I did before or offer Like, think about your different problems. I'm yes. sorry you off, but what I'm saying is like, what's well, something like in our industry, Jamie, that I keep trying to say to people is it's not necessarily about going, jumping to an MLM or starting to do DoorDash or whatever. It's simply about the problem of you walked dogs in the middle of the day because someone was at a physical building working all day to yes. let their dog out in the middle of the day is no longer the problem. The problem is you need to walk the dog in the morning now so you can tire yep. them out. So when they're on Zoom calls, your dog's not barking and all crazy because it's tired out. It's a new problem. That's the pivot that the exactly. dog walkers need to be making, you guys. Not selling paw God bless them, or going into six months of training to become a dog trainer. God bless yes. you. 
it's not that much of a pivot. Yes. Your ideal community still has problems, right? Like that's the thing, your ideal customer and still, still has issues. It's just a different issue than it was before. And so that's what I realized with my community where I could have been like, well, nobody wants my virtual CFO services right now. And nobody wants to learn about profit strategy right now. So I guess I'm just going to sell something else entirely. Like that doesn't make sense. What makes sense is I know my community. I know the needs of them. They've just shifted. And so figuring out exactly like you're saying, how do I serve those needs that have now changed? How do I tap into that? How do I sell that? How do I market that as the solution to the new problem that you have, not the old problem you had, right? Because you might not have that problem anymore, but you do have a new one. And in fact, in the COVID world, heck, we all got more problems than we had before. I know we're dealing with anxiety and depression and and being afraid. There's so much happening right now. Yes. Yes. So often pivoting, it doesn't have to be like this full, like, 180 degree move. It's just figuring out like, how do I tweak some things to make this work and continue through this? And those different things can also be like additional revenue streams or additional, you know, avenues or marketing points for you going forward. And I think that that's one of the big things that we're going to see out of this, right? When things get back to normal, they're not going to be what they were. We have to also realize the world is more comfortable with, you know, online, right? Like, so this is a good time to build out your online presence and make sure that you're seen and all of that. But I think we're going to see some of these shifts that will stay around for a while. We're just going to see these shifts that are going to stay and we need to figure out then, okay, how do we be the one that figures out how to, you know, not just adapt with that, but like capitalize off of that, right? Like, how do you be the one, you know, a lot of people are going to go out of business through this, but the ones that are going to really do this well and really pivot well are going to be the ones that succeed. And I, of course, I've spent the last several months going through PPP loans and EIDL loans and all the things that can help you temporarily but they're all temporary. Yeah, They're, they're all, all temporary. And yeah. I love to hear from people that are like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I knew about this PPP because it helped me sustain through this time period. But then you got to pick up on the other side, right? And you yeah. got to keep going because that's yeah. not, that's not going to last forever. And so that's the big thing is while there are programs and you do want to know about those programs. And if you want to know about those programs, join my group. Yeah. While those programs exist, you can't fully rely. And I think we've realized with like the consternation in Congress and who knows what the situation will be even when this gets, when this airs, right? Who knows where we'll even be. Maybe something will have passed. Likely not, but we'll see. With this next round where there may be more PPP coming, great. Don't sit around and count on that though, because we don't know when, if, what it'll look like. Will you be eligible? Like what that's going to be. So I think that's my biggest message is while I like to help people through the government funding side of things, and I do think that people should, I don't want to say take advantage of it because that's not what I mean. I mean, if you need it, you should get it, right? Strategy, you go after right? That. It's a strategy. It is a strategy. Yeah. And then be smart, right? If you're taking on additional debt to get yourself through this time period, have a plan for paying it back because yeah. that's the thing. If you haven't adapted your business, if you're not in a place when this thing starts coming due, which it will, right? For at least the loans you're taking out. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have a strategy for how you're going to build your business and have that additional now profit that you're going to need to pay back that debt that you didn't previously have, you're going to have a problem. So I think we all need to be focusing first and foremost on strategy and then finding those supplemental ways that we can help ourselves through the, the most difficult time, but knowing we got to get back on our feet. Right? We all have to be back on our feet and hopefully even you know, better for it all, right? That's the hope. Yes. Girl, I wish we were in the same city because I want to be like your besties. Like you just speak to my heart, girl. 
I'm going to virtually hang out. We'll have virtual coffee. I want all of my listeners right now to go to Jamie Troll. That's J-A-M-I-E-T-R-U. You, yes. It's it's like troll, but with a U. Keep double guessing myself every time I say it. So J-A-M-I-E-T-R-U-L-L.com forward slash group. You guys, if you have any financial questions or anything about these acts, go into her group and ask her. She will show up. I've seen her do this for the past six months. And Jamie, I don't know if you know, but we did that too. We we did a two-week COVID support group and just yeah. flushed it. I didn't know you at the time, but we flushed it with experts, 14 yep. experts every single day. So while everyone was in shock and awe, I was still pushing this stuff, this education in front of people because that's what you got to do as leaders, right? Like yeah. we got to like, we got to help lead and get people through this and, and give them hopes and understand, okay, I know this is really scary, but this is the way we can go. So there might be a lot of emotions when it comes to numbers, Jamie, but at the end, one plus one still equals two, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's all math at the end of the day and not like crazy calculus math. Not like, <laughs> no. not like the math you slept through, like the math you learned, like math that my son is learning right now in the coat <laughs> closet. That's the too. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's literally, it's, it does not have to be harder than that. And that's why I try to teach it in that way that it's easier than we make it out to be right. It really, really is. And the more we avoid it, then the more shame we get. And there's just so much emotion tied up in it. And, you know, but I think that that, that COVID has, it like kind of pulled the wraps off of that where people realize, okay, I need to understand this stuff better. Like I need to, I need to get a handle on this. I need to understand this stuff better. I need to have a better plan for myself. And that's, I think one of the really good things that will come out of this is that I grew a Facebook group. My Facebook group in February had 5,000 people. I know because I did a whole celebration for hitting 5,000 people. It was the most exciting thing ever. Right now, I have a goal. So, you know, right now we are on the verge. So by this Thursday is the goal to get to 30,000 people in the group. We're about 400 people. So I should put you in my case studies when I talk about group. Like I I am a social media group, like Facebook group expert, like socket social media. Yes. You do all that. I need to do a case study on you. So it's my favorite thing. And it, people ask, like, they're like, what kind of tricks did you do? Like, what, what kind of marketing, what kind of ads? Zero, zero. <laughs> no. I showed up four times a week in that group. I spent so many hours. Like, it's funny when this whole COVID thing started, I was like, okay, I'm going to take a step back. I'm just going to like, my kids are home, spend some time with them. Maybe I'm going to like do some website redesign, do some house cleaning. I ordered all, all of like, you know, the container store showed up at my front door. I'm like, we're just going to organize. And then all this stuff started happening. And I was like, no, no, no. There is something else that I am called to. There is something else that I am needing to do right now. And that is show up for people. And so that is what I did. And that is what brings people in is when you just are like, okay, you have a problem, you know, and I'm going to show up and I'm going to help you solve it. (laughs) You know, how good is this? You have to get in her group. If not, uh, even if you're doing amazing through COVID, I don't care if you're doing good or bad, you need Jamie in your life. Okay. (laughs) She definitely is going to help you. Jamie, I think you have a freebie for us or whatnot, or I do. Well, you mentioned the by hour one. So I want to talk about that because I think that's a good one for your service base. So if you're wondering if you're charging enough, right? Like, I think that's a really, really important thing, specifically in the service base to make sure that we're valuing our own time. I want you to download my, are you charging enough worksheet? So it's jamietroll.com forward slash by hour. That's where you can get it. And it's a little worksheet. I have a little tutorial that goes around, goes with it where you just plug in a couple of numbers and then it will basically tell you, oh, look, you're good. You're charging enough. Or, hey, you might want to think about <laughs> adding a little bit to this, right? So I think that that's just, we need to start looking at 
we get pricing specifically, and I'm sure you can agree, we sometimes feel really apprehensive. Yeah, it's really, really yeah. apprehensive. We make it too emotional yes. and it's formulaic, right? Yeah. It's formulaic yeah. and it should yeah. be. And instead we're like, oh, it becomes about our own self-worth and it like gets really tied up specifically for women. We're like, oh, I can't charge that. I'm not worth that. It, no, it's numbers. At the end of yeah. the day, it's numbers and they have to make sense. <laughs> so get my spreadsheet and figure it out if they make sense. I'm so glad I have this podcast because I just got <laughs> to get excited about business this past half hour. So that is my own selfish. <laughs> Anytime we can, we can get together. We'll have virtual coffee or virtual wine sometime. And we'll just Super. talk. Here you guys go visit Jamie, grab that download. I want to also know what your biggest takeaway was from this episode. Either go ahead and find where you saw this podcast posted. Go ahead and write a review. Go into Jamie's group and be like, yo, I heard about you through Bella. Like that was awesome. Like, can I get to know you more? Because she's so approachable. Like if you just heard everything that she just did, Jamie, I can't say thank you enough. I just really appreciate and respect how you've shown up for your community and been an incredible leader. Um, I'm just honored to have you and your time on this podcast. I'll let you get back to homeschooling and everything else that you got <laughs> going on. I got it too. My child is not in the closet, but she is in the other room. <laughs> so I, I feel you, girlfriend. I feel you. You guys, I also want you to remember that when life gets you down, always keep jumping. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.